This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, she did have a good time. She thinks that the Pirates of the Caribbean um, animatronic characters are wonder, collecting souls. Yes, I they wonder have pieces right. of why of she thought that. I could never think why you might be enjoying your time and get a little tripped out by the pirates well, of the Caribbean. There were extenuating circumstances. Also, when I went to so I went to the Marvel area, this the and they went to the test kitchen and they had this thing going around, like the pretzels on a chain. And they come in normal sized pretzels. And then they come out of this like box looking either large it's or in the small. Box. But pretzels. <laughs> but I was like just mesmerized by it. And I was like, how are they doing that? And it's like, obviously. Listen, it is. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, I, I was mean, having a great time, guys. Yeah, going I was going to say. We, there. Those, are, those, are, those could be fascinating. We, I, yes. Great design. But there is not a greater tell than when you see something, sure. you know, relatively benign mechanical <laughs> experience. You're like, whoa. How do they do How it? do they do that? <laughs> so this is like a self-checkout? Like I just I scanned this and then I I could go by myself? I love it. Yes. I love it. It's what it is. What uh, What was the part? Was there any part about it? You liked the Star Wars portion, the Marvel portion, cars, you, the, those things. You were a little freaked out by Pirates Caribbean. You liked the, the food, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, any part of it you're like, other than just that it's always crowded. That's just standard. But yeah, anything so like, else? I didn't love getting clipped by two strollers. Uh, my ankles didn't move like faster. that. They so. got you. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to move as fast as I can, guys. There's lanes here. You know what I mean? It's like almost like a bike lane. Somebody, you just got to know where you're walking and where the bikes are. <laughs> so as, as somebody who has had to push children through Disneyland. Has clipped people before. I haven't clipped anybody. I'm a pretty good stroller driver, or at least I was back in the day. There's like, and Disneyland is the ultimate experience for this, there's stroller gridlock in certain spots there where you literally can't get one through. It's like the 405 if so, the truck jackknifes. You're just, you're just. I got an example. Through. I got a great example for you. Costco. Costco. Yes. With the carts. Yes. I'm stopped here. I'm like, guys, we got to do this. She wants to look at a sweater in the middle of the main aisle, and there's people coming this way. There's samples going on, <laughs> other people cutting off traffic. That's Disneyland every day. Perfect. That is a perfect example. Um, I'm trying to figure out. So you're not an F1 guy, Al, uh, but you could have been an F1 driver. And, and, and follow me with this, okay? okay? F1 drivers have a very specific build. Okay, they are slight and they are not tall. Okay, and, and they're with without exception. And and here's you're where I'm going slate. with this. Yeah, right. Um, I'd rather not be one. No, and no, be no, six it, five. no. You're not. But, but stick with me here. These guys just posted a picture. All twenty of these guys that drive these race cars in the F1 circuit, they all went out to dinner last night. Twenty of them. You want to take a guess at the bill that they ran up amongst the twenty of them? It looks. It's a nice place, so I'll, I'll give you that starting right. point. Twenty of them will go. There was a per diem of fifty dollars per person. I'll say random number. I'm going to throw out twenty five, fifteen k. Okay, it's a really, really good uh, decision here. Okay, well now based on that response, twenty five k. Okay, keep going. Fifty thousand. 
29,200 no Emily the the final the 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 tip the tip what is 30 grand the Ooh, fi- I didn't even read that right sorry the final amount due on this receipt is $615,065 it's over a half a million dollars Okay. What? There are two bottles of Petrus 2009 Louis VIII at uh, $20,000, excuse me, 200000 a bottle. There were five regular Petrus bottles at 325000 a bottle. And they, I'm sure they got a little bit here. Somebody got a virgin mojito for $180. <laughs> excuse cool me, guy. 400, four virgin mojitos. For, so my point of all this is, oh, uh, while your entire my. life you're thinking, I want to be 6'5", you should have gotten into a race car and figured out how to drive really fast because you could go have a $600,000 meal. $615,065. One Heineken, $55. One, $55 for Four one French fries, 180 bucks. A $75 Negroni. Must have been a good Negroni. <laughs> Five beef carpaccios uh, for 1200 Two golden Istanbuls. That's land. They bought acres, acres of land in Istanbul. <laughs> Which is why the bill got up so high. See, you, maybe it's not too late. I don't know like what the prime of an F1 driver is, but you're probably getting towards the back nah, end of I'm it. I'm just getting right into it, like McVeigh in coaching. You'd need to lose about 40 pounds. Easy. Okay. Easily. But you could fit into the car. The whole point is you need to be able to fit and not be heavy. I think I think I've figured out. You were talking about you want to run a radio station. I need you yeah, to be forget an F1 it. Let's driver. Let's do this. Let's do this instead, bro. That's insane. When I first saw it, that's Emily, I thought insane. the insane. You thought the total was the twenty nine two eighty eight. That's the tip. That's five percent on six hundred fifteen. Right, that's a pretty lousy tip. It's, I mean, is 5%? it? It's, it's thirty thousand. What are we doing here? Isn't it? What if it's just the machine thing where you're just putting? It's only giving you the fifteen, <laughs> twenty, and twenty five percent option, and you're hitting fifteen percent, and you're paying ninety thousand dollars of a tip. This makes a lot. You, you haven't watched the the show as much as Emily and I have, but mm-hmm. these guys all hate each other's guts. They hate each other's guts. I would love to be this dinner. It, it, oh, for sure for that. But this is why they compete with each other the way they do, because you get to go eat a half a million dollars worth of food once a year. Sounds pretty fun to me. Was it? Put just, your life on the line. It's just one job. Die and everything. It's just one of the dudes who posted it. I'm assuming here, just one of the guys that posted it. Yeah, it seems like it was like from an Instagram oh thing. Right? Gosh, they all look like they're having a nice time. Yuki Sonoda's in the front. He's like four <laughs> six. Drives your favorite, pretty fast. Who's though. your favorite one out of these guys? Me, I'm a Checo guy. Checo, I oh, like Checo. Yeah. Where's Checo? Checo Perez. He uh, who drives for Red Bull. Is he in the back there? Uh, I'd, I'd have to look at the. Picture I think he's in the back. Carefully. Yeah, he's not yeah. in the front. Yeah. Uh, but Danny Ricardo, love him. He's a beautiful looking man, and he's in the front. Pierre Gasly's the very front in the purple. He got fired from Red Bull. All so. this at Olive Garden, huh? <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought How they had that kind Olive of Garden selection? franchises could you buy for $600,000? Probably at least two, right? Maybe three? <laughs> I feel like you could get them off the no, I got got the whole company. <laughs> we got the whole... <laughs> I own all the shares. All right, I want to play this for you. Uh, LeBron, was it the shop? Is that what it is, Emily? It was. They did it the uh, Thursday Night Football simulcast with the shop on YouTube. Okay, so... Packers, Titans last night. Packers looked terrible all over again. Aaron Rodgers looked pretty bad all over again. Um, LeBron is watching the game with Jalen Ramsey and, and some others. And uh, at one point, he had this to say. 
That's the, one, that's the most important position in the NFL. So why won't you surround that when you got the pitch to maximize what he can do? Are we still talking football or are we talking basketball? <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure you wasn't talking I mean, about it definitely translates. So, so Jay, I'm not going to talk about me. All right, I'm going to play that for you again real quick. So LeBron says he's the quarterback. It's the most important position in football, and you have the draft pick, so why wouldn't you surround that guy with talent? That's the, one, that's the most important position in the NFL. So why won't you surround that when you got the picks to maximize what he can do? Okay. And then somebody, we sure we're talking about that. football. I love that right there. Whoever called Emily, do you know who called him out? Uh, Taylor, I, I, I don't yeah, know. I, I couldn't tell where the comment came from because there's like. They had multiple guests. Des Bryant was there. Jamie Foxx was there. Jalen Ramsey was there. A lot of people. It's a great. That's a great. Uh, <laughs> Bron. Okay. Still talking about Aaron Rodgers here? I have made my fandom of LeBron James no secret. I'm a LeBron fan. I am, have been for a very long time. I was a fan of LeBron prior to him coming to the Lakers, and mm-hmm. when he came to the Lakers, it was great. One of my favorite players on my favorite team. Dude, come on, man. Come on, man. What happened? Just say it. Just The, 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 the thing that people don't like about him mm-hmm. is starting to wear on me which is this, Taylor mentioned it uh, a couple of weeks ago, these passive-aggressive comments that are plain as day. If you want them to trade those picks and put players around you in your prime, then just say it out loud. I'm okay with that. Hey, you know what? This isn't what I thought it would be. I really would love to see them move those picks and get some players and see what we can do. Great. Then we can argue about whether or not it's a good idea. Yeah. But it's this kind of stuff that makes you go, come on, man, really? Please stop. He's I, I, obviously I, I, just talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are seeing in all this. It has the Lakers are not in a similar position where no, they would have potentially future similar. draft picks that sure. they would potentially have to trade in order to take advantage of somebody at this certain stage of their career. And there's no similarity between two aging superstars who probably aren't what they used to be. There's no similarities there either, but probably still think that they are at the peak of their powers. I'm sure that has nothing to do with it either. That Aaron Rodgers is like, well, look at this guy, look at this guy. Yeah, how about you look at you for Wait, can I minute? can I can I say this? So you'd rather have I think this is your frustration with the comment. Okay. There are multiple, but But yes. let me just use this one as an example. It's just don't even bring that up. Like, why are you even bringing that up? Is that it without you saying it without Not without exactly. LeBron saying, Hey, this is a situation that I'm in. And I would like for the Lakers to use those picks because I'm in my 20th year in the NBA. Sure. I don't know how many more years that I have. I just want to make sure I'm taking advantage. You just what you don't like is let me use that as an example of what's going on, and you could kind of tie those pieces back to I, I don't like the the the. the obviousness of it without being obvious mm-hmm. I, I don't like that and i and that's the the part of it that i don't like the most but what i really don't like about it is that it's a terrible idea <laughs> because when you put that into the universe we're going to talk about it other people are going to talk about it and lebron james while not the player that he used to be still has an unbelievable amount of influence and power right this could accelerate the decision that clearly he would like to have happen, which is let's trade those picks and get some players to see what you can do with me while yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Guys, I'm I'm on the other camp. I, I am a this is a wrap here. Okay. This is not that you can't get better, but I don't think that you can get back to the top of the mountain with these two guys as your guys. So why in the world would you 
postpone the inevitable, which is life post LeBron James, and be poorer for it later. This is not. This is a let's try to rebuild around. Aaron Rodgers is not what he was a few mm-hmm. years ago. It mm-hmm. just he doesn't look like that guy. Not that they're not good. Not that LeBron James isn't still very very good. Mm-hmm. But the days of just have LeBron and throw some stuff at it, it's gone. It's gone. And don't chase the thing that's gone. And that's what he's advocating for. So this is the this is the problem with the Lakers. The problem is. Let's say LeBron James behind the scenes. What was it? Uh, Chris Haynes. Remember, it was a week ago that yeah, you might you might upset your certain players on this team. He had a, a, a quote in there when he was doing one of his articles. Here's a problem that the Lakers created for themselves, and I'm going to say Bron and Anthony Davis specifically. Okay. Those two players. Okay. If you were behind the scenes wanting to make a case, hey, go get a couple players. Go get a couple more players. You can't be 3-10 and and be screaming that. Because I think the case that you're making is, well, if you're 3-10 and and now you go get rid of two draft picks, and now you got two players, you improved your roster, okay? But now you're a 500 team. Well, if the goal is just to be a 500 team, I'm pretty sure that's not LeBron's goal. I'm pretty sure it's not Andy Davis' goal. I'm pretty sure that's not the front office's goal. And the only reason why I put it that way is because if Bron was sitting here today and the Lakers were, I'm just, I'm just we've watched them play and they're nine and four, and totally you're like, wow, this is a pretty good team. How much better could could it get if they add a couple of those players? The problem is with Bron and Anthony Davis, you're three and t. Three and ten. So to make that case that somebody on the outside is going to come in and change that record, it's a tough case to make. Do you think? And I'm curious, Laker fans too. You, Al, and, and Laker fans, does this accelerate the possibility of that trade getting made? That, that a comment like that, and I don't want to say it's an offhand comment because it was done with a great deal of purpose. This was not a, a throwaway line. But does it accelerate that decision-making? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, look at the TVs. Look at this one right here. Look what they're talking about on NBA Today on ESPN. It's a beautiful Taylor, day. can you see it where you're sitting? Yeah, I can see it. I see oh, Kendrick. the Tennessee at South Carolina. <laughs> no, not that part. Saturday at 4. Big Sacramento Kings logo. Eagles, says, Colts. What have you been most impressed with most so impressed far with, with the Kings? Taylor, answer the question. As the only Kings fan that right. I know that walks the earth, what's the answer to the question? showing up in the fourth quarter and closing out games, something they haven't been able to do okay. for the past decade. <laughs> Tell them, bro. And now De'Aaron Fox is a clutch player. He's been good. Yeah. 
He's been good. The whole team. Sabonis. See how he said that with his chest out? Yep. Good team. He won't make eye contact with me. <laughs> I actually won't make eye contact with I'm him. I ironing my jerseys. <laughs> you get dry, put them in the little plastic. They're yeah. hanging neatly in I don't in want the closet. wrinkles in it for you next time, Slee. I'll wear it. <laughs> Bring it on in. Okay. It's got to wear it. It's for a random with, Hawks player. I'll wear it to the Rams game on when they when they play the Seahawks in a couple weeks. Jump on the bandwagon. There's plenty of room. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey, Travis Trav Rogers here for the pregame show. <laughs> Jersey of the Seahawks Rams along the way. That's pretty funny. I was trying to think. I, I don't know why. But I, maybe it was because Taylor. I was thinking about your jersey collection. I, I I'm, I've been given a handful of jerseys over the years, and, and I have them, and I like the ones that I have. Um, but I've never gone out of my way to bought to buy myself one. I'm trying to think, if I were going to get a Rams, like I know for sure what I the Dodgers is a no brainer. It's a no brainer. It's Kershaw or Fernando. Those, those I'm getting one of those two and not giving it a second thought. But for the Rams, I don't know. I, it's got to be Aaron Donald, right? If I was going to get one. No, it doesn't. I mean, nobody's mad at you. You end up with a cup jersey. Nobody's nah, mad at you. Nah, end nah, up nah. with a Stafford jersey. Nobody's mad at that. Stafford's been here for five minutes. Great player. Love him. But I, I need something a little more so, dyed in the wool. Here's the thing. You're right about that. And no one's obviously having an Aaron Donald jersey at SoFi. But it's just, there's a few guys there that it's okay. You know, represent the love Johnny there. Hacker? Get a Whitworth one. That's what you should get. get yeah, it's not bad. It would fit It's an well, OG, too. too. Uh, sort of. He spent 10 years in Cincinnati before he got here. Yeah. I mean, it, it's he he won here, which is exciting, and he's a great ran. I don't DeMarco know. jersey. There you go. That yeah. That's the answer. That's exactly the answer. I could go throw back, go like Pat Hayden or something. Get a Tyreek Evans jersey. That's what everybody wants. <laughs> All right, so LeBron said the following last night during the Titans-Packers game last night. That's the, one, that's the most important position in the NFL. So why wouldn't you surround that when you got the pits to maximize what he can do? Are we still talking football or are we talking basketball? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure you wasn't talking. I'm so glad that somebody called him out on that like because it was so thinly disguised. But doesn't that, that feel contrived too, even the question? Do you think you would approve that question to be asked? It's an interesting I don't know. point. I'm just suspicious of it all. Uh, well, it, th- that was one saying of those. that it's all scripted. Well, yeah, it's it's meant to seem off the cut, off the cuff, nonchalant, which is genius in a way. That's why he has the whole show, so he can express what he wants. But sometimes he has to do that through other mouthpieces. I still like LeBron. I still admire him a great deal and respect him a great deal. But those sorts of things, you're like, come on, man. If you if you want it, just say, listen, this season's going in a direction that's just not tenable. Where what are they sleep two and ten? Three and ten. Three and ten. Mm-hmm. Um. I, this is not what I want to do at the end of my career. We got to make a move. I, I'd be okay with it. I, I would disagree with the philosophy, but I'd be okay with the idea of kind of throwing it out there. Just as a matter of fact, ideally behind closed doors. But if he's not getting what he wants and he thinks he needs to twist some arms, doing it publicly, fine. But like this, you're doing it publicly without taking the responsibility of doing it publicly. There is, you know, and and you're going to wake up this morning and have a bunch of different networks react to it. We know that's what's going to happen, right? So we know it's going to be a conversation. If you intend for it to be a conversation or you don't intend for it to be a conversation, it's going to be a conversation because it's LeBron James, right? So there's there's certain things that just come with LBJ. I get it. I, I see your point. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying is, hey, if that's how you – I mean, it obviously wouldn't help the Lakers if he said it publicly. It obviously wouldn't help them in a sense of – negotiations or something like that if they are trying to make a move. It's not the perfect play. But I, I understand where you're coming from is if you feel that way, don't indirectly say it. Say it. Because he did say it. 
It's just that he didn't. It's like writing the anonymous letter. We know where it came from. You just didn't sign your name to it. It's, it, it. It was a weird deal, and I didn't like it. Let's try Los Angeles and Terry. Terry, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Terry? Man, the hypocrisy of all this. Listen, so you want him to come out and say the same thing that KD said the other day and threw his teammates under the bus, and everybody got on him for saying, "Oh, look who's on my team." You expect me to win with them? I'm just. It doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense for LeBron to say that. And look, we got people at people. But Terry, table, he just did say it. He just did say no, it. He, he didn't, man. That's you assuming. What, listen, what? He, hold on, hold had, on a second. Hold on a second. What else could it have possibly have meant? It, that's it, you're talking about football. And oh, you just put it there. Listen, there's questions that people that you can ask the players when you guys are interviewing. There's certain things you're just not going to say. We as human beings, we don't say things that we can just say to our spouse. You, you are giving Terry. You are giving LeBron James absolutely zero credit for being as smart as he is. If you think that he didn't know exactly what he was doing, that the way that he phrased that question or the answer to the question, the way that he phrased those comments, that if you think that was just strictly a football question, then you don't think very highly of him because there, there, there is no hidden meaning. It's right on the surface. You don't have to peel that to figure out what that is that Kevin Durant did do that and I'm at by the way he's saying you know everybody's not for me <laughs> you didn't you didn't hear it from me I wasn't it's awkward it's weird it it puts a, a thing in the room that maybe nobody likes but Kevin Durant did say it LeBron did what LeBron does and that that's the difference it's actually a really good example so that could be like you said an indirect message to get out his point sure. of how he feels a certain way and um, again, I, I go back to it. I, I I get it. I understand it. And LeBron is known to – he's very creative with how he does stuff. Everything is strategic. This is why he's as successful as he is. There's a reason why you know we talk about LeBron James. You were just talking about this. Still one of the most powerful figures in sports, and For it's sure. not even close. There's He probably feels a certain way. But I, I will say this about the whole go make a trade, and I, I have – tried to give the Lakers as much time as possible because I think that was trying to figure out, okay, what the hell is going on here? Um, are they really this bad or is that schedule just really bad? They're 3-10. and 10. They have not helped themselves. LeBron and Anthony Davis have not helped the Lakers situation being at 3-10. and 10. I'm not pointing fingers at just them, but it's really tough, the to, best players. It's tough to make a case to go somebody else is going to go help For the sure. Lakers when you have Bron and AD and you're 3-10 and 10 on that. And Russ has been okay off the bench. Yeah. That's with Russ being okay off the bench. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a great point because the reason that this is such a bad idea, the the, the suggestion that LeBron is you know very very thinly suggesting during a football telecast is the reason it's such a bad idea is because LeBron and AD aren't playing well. <laughs> That's why they're not winning games. Yeah. If if they were just killing it and looked like the two guys that we saw in the bubble a few years ago, it's like listen. Get those guys some help. Get them a little help. Get them a little. Mm-hmm. Let, let's see what you – put something else around them. Those guys are still just firing on every cylinder. It's not true. If they were still firing on every you don't lose 10 of your first 13 games. You might lose half of them. You might lose a slightly more than half of them, but you're not 3-10. and 10. You're not an NBA worst win total team. What did Woj say – this was now like three weeks ago – that after Thanksgiving, December 1st, that's when teams will start looking at trades? So, still a couple weeks left for that. Orange bomb. <laughs> so, you really think the window's closed on LeBron? I mean, if you threw a bunch of three-point shooters, which has been the formula for LeBron's championship teams, the Danny Greens, Rashard Lewis, you know, Corver, 
all those guys. He doesn't have that anymore. You don't think if you threw a bunch of three point shooters around him, he could still win a championship? I, I would tell you here's the bigger problem. The bigger problem is I'll use this as an example. AD's last game was against the Nets, right? Mm-hmm. That was on Sunday, which seems like. Do you remember? How remember many Sundays ago? <laughs> do you remember what he what he did on on that Sunday? Forty. Thirty seven and eighteen. Thirty seven and eighteen. So to answer your question, I don't think the vision was ever. Braun in his 20th season, hey, everything is still on your back. You're not wrong. You surround him with shooters. They're a, they're a better team. The problem is AD still has not taken the franchise, and I don't think anybody feels like that's happening anytime soon and saying, guys, follow me. Braun is going to continue to do and be the greatest, one of the greatest players to ever live, but AD has not held up his end of the bargain on a consistent basis. It's funny. This literally popped on the TV right as I was going to say to you, Taylor. It says, LeBron James questionable tonight with a left abductor strain. Um, it's not that he still isn't a great player. It's not that he still wouldn't be a lot better with all the piece you're talking about. His availability is just declining at a really rapid rate, right? That this is a guy that almost never got hurt to a guy that, you know, occasionally would miss a little time to a guy that's missing time kind of regularly now. Because you've played the most of minutes course, in NBA again, history. Again, this is right? not a criticism. No, no, no. It's just it's, a statement of where it is. It's the, the reality, world. yeah. Yeah, and so – yeah, they'd be better with all these things, but he's not going to be able to play 40 minutes a night, four nights a week anymore. It's just it's, it's just not going to be what it is. And and to try to think that, well, if we get him these things, he'll turn back, no. it's just I, I just, just don't see it like that. that. That's why these the beginning of the schedule was so interesting to watch. And listen, we'll see. They probably get Thomas Bryant and Dennis Schroeder back today. We'll see. Maybe LeBron plays. They have some easy games coming up. We'll see if anything changes. All right. So one of the most exciting and most frustrating eras of Dodger baseball may be coming to an end as soon as today. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sounds like a good weekend, right? Oh, you got a good weekend planned. Yeah, catch some college football tomorrow. I'm actually really looking forward to just the atmosphere. Have you been to a game at the Rose Bowl before? Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, have. Okay, definitely have. But this, the SC UCLA. I know UCLA ruined a lot of things by losing to Arizona last week, <laughs> but they really did. They, they really did. Here's the thing: they did, but at the same time, they can ruin it for USC, which is, and they're still. Look, I, I think it's a good point when you say that this is an important game for UCLA. It's an important game for Chip Kelly. It's an important game for their program where they want to take the program. If you lose two weeks in a row, you lost to Arizona, you lost to SC, it kind of loses any thunder that they had for this entire season. Well, it kind of puts you right back where – because when they hired Chip Kelly, 
it was a huge deal. Yeah, it was right. That that was a that was a real coup. That you got a guy that had a track record of proven success in college mm-hmm. football. This was not a flyer. This was not like a a name brand. Like Jim Moore did a decent job at UCLA, but he was an NFL guy, right? He was an NFL coach, and you're coming. It, I think it'll work, but I don't really know. Chip Kelly got within this close of winning a national championship with the Ducks. The Ducks were really good every year that he was there. And and the Ducks were good before he got there, but he took them to a whole nother level, had his own style, spread it around, play really fast, boom, 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 boom. He was a great hire, mm-hmm. a great hire. And it really didn't give you anything. It was just kind of, I thought this was a big deal and maybe the sport changed a little bit, all of these things. And so this is the first year's like, that's a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that looks like we were hoping it was going to look like. Now, having a quarterback that's been there for a decade helps. DTR's been there a minute or two. But they're good, and they're fun to watch. Transfers help, too. And transfers help, too, for sure. Um, but to your point, if you lose to Arizona, what up, UCLA? Mm-hmm. No, this year's different. No, it's not. And then you used to lose to SC, and then you go play in the Holiday Bowl again. And who cares if you how many you beat Boston sure. College by? Hundred percent. It's exactly the same thing, and it is unfulfilling. Yeah, that that atmosphere, and I think that's what I'm looking most forward to is just being in an environment where it's there's some there's some stakes here. There is there's something on the line in an SC UCLA game this late in the season. That's great. Are you ready for the eight clap? Here, let me see if I can do it. I was waiting for Berg to oh, just this is come in SC. out of nowhere. This is SC. Waiting UCLA for Berg to come in. gonna lose. There we go. Here it comes. This year's gonna be different. Uh-oh, we lost to Arizona. This happens every single season. We put a team on the field. We lose a lot. Chip Kelly was pretty expensive. And we don't win games. So we're gonna play against the Trojans and limp off the field again. Not bad. Not my best. And then right at the Who's end, it? they could say they can drop in like a flea market open this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> right after that. Get your ticket Brookside. punched on the way out. Free parking at the flea market tomorrow. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. What's the Cody Bellinger era for the Dodgers? MVP. MVP is so hard to win. Yeah. It's so hard to win. You have to have such like Shohei Otani just did what he did. Didn't win the MVP. Okay, so th- that's what I mean. Like you can do these amazing things and not win. Yeah. Cody Bellinger won the MVP and deserved it. Mm-hmm. And since then, he's been really truly bad. And now we're at the end of the line where you have to make a decision. Do you get rid of him? Do you try to trade him? Do you try to renegotiate a deal at a much lower rate, um, which you know is incredibly risky for the arbitration purposes? Or do you just say, you know what, we, we, we did the best we could with this and it's time to move on? Because you said it earlier. Over the last five or six years, we've talked about basically three or four guys. We've talked about Clayton Kershaw, yep. Mookie Betts, Justin Turner, and Cody Bellinger. These are the guys that we've talked about. And it may come to an end today, and that I'm not super bummed out by it just kind of tells you how bad the last few years have been. All right, let, let me let me ask you this. Front office negotiations. Forget what the Dodgers want to do. Yeah. What do you think Cody Bellinger is telling the Dodgers? What do you think Cody Bellinger is telling somebody, one of his best friends, when there's there's – what do you think he's saying that he hopes plays out – over this, like you said, today could be the final being day. 100% honest. 100% honest. I want honest. my money. I want my money. 
because mm-hmm. there's a very good chance that I'm done. That I, I for whatever happened, have me happen. And if I can get my 1920, I want my money, man. That's what. If I'm Cody Bellinger, I want my. The Dodgers money. are trying to renegotiate something. I, I want my money. If if if, if the Dodgers are going to pay me, like I'm just making up numbers here, ten, but I can get twenty somewhere else. I want the twenty. I, I want a spit. Look, Tyler. I get that part of it because yeah. he's he could very easily be in a situation where there aren't people obviously lined up at the door. A likely situation. Mm-hmm. Think about what Tyler Anderson said the other day when he was talking about why he signed with the Angels instead of taking the Dodgers qualifying offer. Well, they offered me three years. There's a little bit more security, especially look if you're Mookie Betts. I don't have to worry about that. Freddie Freeman, you know Trey Turner. Those guys are made men. They're 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 star players in this league. This wasn't a damn. Hey, that was I had was, a really good that year. That was Cody Bellinger a couple of years ago. Yeah, but then he stacked three dog meat seasons, which is why I keep saying let's. I, I think the yeah. Dodgers should move on from him, and I think Cody Bellinger should move on from the Dodgers. I really think if you found this you guy, think you think he'd find something like look, pick the Cubs. He's on the Cubs next year. He does what? So I, I genuinely don't know how he would do. However. I know what he's done for the Dodgers a couple mm-hmm. years in a row. Three. That that if you could if you can find yourself in a different situation, you're playing for the Orioles, you're playing for the Guardians, you're playing for pick whatever team you want in the AL. Just get it. Sometimes it's good to just go find a new scene. And I'm not telling you he's going to find his bat, but damn, I'll take my chances with him somewhere else than here. Him coming out again with the Dodgers and people bitching and complaining all year long about Cody Bellinger and expecting a different result. You want to run the Padres? Um, he's 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 yours. You got to pay him the nineteen million. He's yours. You can have him. That, that that's why Dodger your face your yeah, thing. But, but that's why Dodger fans are like. Eh. But here's the thing: for I mean, the, it's you. You didn't go no. That's why Dodger fans feel. Can the way I, can they I did. tell you something? The only difference for let's say the Padres is does this guy does is there a little bit of um, hey I'm still in the division. I feel a certain way about that squad and that organization. Could it revitalize him in a way? I don't think. Maybe. I don't think anything is going to get revitalized with the Dodgers. I just don't believe that that's going to be the case. Twenty million on the Padres. You can have him. You want him? You going to start him in center field? No, I, times? I think they're probably going to end up putting Tatis in center. Do you really? All right, right field. He can play right field. Soto's over there. Left field. Put him in left field. Never, never Pearl mind. there. Yeah, so you don't want him. You, you know. I guess no. Yeah. No, I don't want him. Yeah, and, and I think that's the right answer. Yeah. I think the answer is, you know Oh, what? he would be. I'll try to live with His at-bats. I mean, how many times have we, you'd come back on, you know, on a Thursday in July, and you'd go, you know, yesterday, I'm watching Bellinger. Tell me what are you swinging at? I'm like, Trav, but I think he was also doing that in June. And was also doing that in, in May. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think it was Juan Torbio on MLB.com said, look, you can kind of boil his season, his, the last couple of seasons down to they used Austin Barnes to pitch hit for him in the playoffs. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That, 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 that's telling you what the Dodgers think. And, and nobody got are. upset. And no one's like, what are they doing? <laughs> it was like, yeah, get in here, sit down. <laughs> they were saying, why aren't you putting in Chris Taylor? It was Taylor? so much fun for like four and a half months. Everything was, was coming up 35. It was, a, it was a terrific time to be alive. And then it happened. You know, what are you going to do? Taylor, I'm really sorry. I'm really, truly sorry for your loss because the Twins just unveiled their new uniforms and they're dreadful. Can't believe they changed locations. <laughs> Did you think it was the Marlins too? They're moving to Miami. <laughs> what a terrible uniform that Miami's is. Miami's big enough to have two baseball teams. Who asked for this? <laughs> Who wanted this? That's what I want to know. That's exactly right. The TC logo is so cool. It's clean. It's yeah. classic. It's immediately identifiable. And this looks like an M that could be any city or state that starts with an M. If you're going to do the M, at least go back to the one where they had uh, where they won the World Series. Like the Ken Herbeck one, Kirby yeah. Puckett? Kirby Puckett. Yeah, I always get confused with these when, let's just use jerseys as a perfect example. Usually... You get a pretty good gauge right out the gate whether your fan base is going to like it or they're not. Why do they – how does it happen so often where they come out with something where people are like, what the hell are you doing? I know the answer. Can, can it be as simple as this? Revenue. Can, well, no, the revenue, it's okay. You Go make money, but put something out there that people are going to like. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this as an example. Was it – Actually, I don't know if I have that as an example. Even if you went out and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're thinking of one of these three changes to a uniform," put it out to your people, put it out to your fan base, let them make the decision. Here, here's what I think it goes through. They'll buy it. You're never gonna get, if, especially if you have something that's popular, like yeah. the Twins do, right? You put up three choices; they're gonna hate them all. So you're gonna get pushback no matter what you put in there. So you just say, "Here's our new logo. Deal with it." People are going to buy it. Right, because they they're fans of the team, and then what you do is you roll back the other one later. You bring it back. We're going back to the classics, right? And so you now now I got you twice. I, I really do think that's part of it because and, and the other thing is sometimes it does grow on you. I'll be honest. When the Rams rolled out their new logo, I'm like that thing. Yeah, they merged terrible. with the Chargers. It looked like it. <laughs> it still looks like it. It still looks like it. It, it looks like wait, is that the Chargers or is that the Rams? But a they were really good, so that helped. And yeah. you you look at it for a few seasons. You're like, yeah, you know what? I do like that. I, I'll be honest. It still is. Charger similar, but I do like it now. The 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 Ram horn yeah. has really grown on me over the just years. A little just thunderbolt. For I'll tell that. you what though, if they came back with their old school, like their Eric Dickerson era helmets, oh, yeah. let's go. I would love it all over again. Um, Shohei Otani says that he wants to play for Japan in the World Baseball Classic. I, I wish there was a place to put that tournament that made sense, and I just because it's a great idea. Baseball, soccer, basketball, it's one of those sports that a lot of the world plays, yeah. that it's not a slam dunk that the Americans win. It's, mm-hmm. it's Quite frankly, they're probably not even the favorites. But where do you put it, Al? Because you can't put it in the middle of the season. It takes too long. You're not shutting down the season for a month. You can't do it right after the season. I, dude, I just played six months. If you do it at the beginning of the season, guys really aren't stretched out. The no. best guys aren't going to play. There's no good place to put it. So for the NBA, when they do the Euro Leagues or when these guys are training for the Olympics and everything else, you're right. It does kind of line up perfectly for them because it's after the season. And some players won't do it just strictly because they just came off of playing 20 playoff games or whatever the case is. I don't know where you put it. 
But let me ask you this question. Is there enough interest? Do you watch the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, it's not like appointment viewing, but yes, I and do. I, and I don't know how it does. I genuinely don't. Is it more popular in other countries, you think, than here? 100%. Yeah, I think so, too. 100%. Like in Korea, in sure. Japan, yeah. in Venezuela, in in the Dominican, yep. in Cuba, in places that play real high level baseball, it's a huge deal because look, they want it. The best league in the world is the American, the United Major States baseball. of Major yep. League Baseball. Mm -hmm. But there's Venezuelans and Dominicans and Puerto Ricans and all of these guys that are baseball nuts. And to go up there and beat the American team is a big deal, and, and to be able to go and do all these things. But you got to have Mike Trout play. You got to have Bryce Harper play. Clayton, Justin Verlander and Clayton, Jacob Degrom. They need to play this. But when you get these guys that are, you know, the fourth best pitcher on the Kansas City Royals, it doesn't quite it's not resonate draw. like that. By the way, that'd be the same for if the NBA was sending its backup players. Yeah. You know, if you got all these guys that are playing, Damian. Jones is in the Olympic. Okay, nobody's going to watch it. <laughs> uh, when, what year were you born? 82. Okay. This, so on this day in 1985. I was there, whatever it is. <laughs> you remember being there. Arguably the most, I don't, memorable? Is that the right word? Shocking. Shocking, memorable okay. uh, sports injury of all time took place. Certainly televised sports injury. Joe Theismann. Had his leg broken on Monday Night Football. He was sacked by Lawrence Taylor. It was a compound fracture of his right leg. Ended his NFL playing career. And it it became that thing that, oh, he got Theismann, right? It was that bad. It became kind of the verb for what happened to everybody else that got badly hurt. And I was 14 when that happened. And I remember it like it was yesterday because they played it 600 times in a row. Even back then, they were yes. playing it 600 times yes. in a row? It, it was a lot. It, it was a lot of it. And not to get too gross because it still makes my skin crawl, Like it, the, his leg broke like almost exactly halfway between his knee and his ankle. So sometimes when you get it n near the knee or near the ankle, you can kind of trick yourself and, okay, maybe his knee just bent kind of there – was, there was none of that. And then Lawrence Taylor – the scariest guy of all time, mm -hmm. right? The best defensive player ever, arguably, ferocious player, was screaming for help, like get, like waving his arm, like get out here, get out here. You got it. this. This man is in deep, deep trouble. It was so deeply upsetting. So, as much as you and I love sports, that is the one thing I cannot stand watching the most. You and I, we've talked about it, kind of joked around. We're not big UFC guys, right? You and I are not, we're not, not my buying thing. those, which is fine. And it's incredibly popular and is what it is. I'm not good with that stuff. I'm not good with somebody just getting knocked out in a UFC. I'm like, all right, where's the ref? Stop this thing. I don't, you got to keep pounding his head in. Stuff like this that you're talking about, as bad as that one was, I mean, I could tell you stuff that are 20, are, are such lighter injuries sure. and I'm like I don't need the angle from the sideline camera I don't need an angle from they have 37 different angles I don't need you showing them at 25 different times especially that early on that's that's awful it was singular right like there's been other terrible terrible injuries but that one is kind of in an entire category of its own do you play Scrabble or words with friends or any of that stuff that uh is that ever your your jam not never really been my jam oh okay well in, in the event that you do decide to go play there's some new words that you can throw in there you can put guac in there i know you're a guacamole fan you don't have to be right guacamole i'll take guac you can just say guac i'll take guac guac's not a word i mean i know it we all know what it means so maybe is that the criteria that we, we all know, all what, it know what it means yeah but I know what you're saying. LOL yeah. is not a word. It, not according to uh, 
Scrabble, I don't think it is. <laughs> vax is a word. Not vaccinate, but just vax, V-A-X. You can put that on your Scrabble board. G- Jedi. Jedi is in there. Not too. Yoda, though. No, no. <laughs> so if you're a Star Wars, you can only play like half of your Star Wars uh, commentaries. <laughs> You, you, you can't, like, is Luke in, but Vader is out? I, I don't know how this works. Um, subtweet and deep fake will both now be acceptable in the Scrabble dictionary. Wrote them all down. <laughs> I'm not surprised that you're not a Scrabble Next guy. Scrabble uh, contest I go to. It's a trivia. I, I'm, I'm going to send you a word with friends request, and we can, we can play. You play? Scra- do, you, do you? I, I played for a while. I had my, my aunt Kathy loves it, and I used to play with her, and she would kick my ass. <laughs> right? So I lost my uh, interest. She would just dominate me, and I gave up. Ireland, are you a are you a Scrabble guy at all? Used to, long time ago, but I haven't in years. Guac is now an acceptable word. I would think it would be G U A C. G U A C. Yeah, why not? Yeah, because it's not a word. <laughs> but apparently yeah, but now it is. O- that's okay. Everybody, everybody's everybody knows it. it. Yoda, you in on that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're out because that doesn't count, but Jedi does. Proper, yeah. Prop, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Jedi, but not Yoda. Yeah, go that figure. Doesn't make any sense. Little super crosstalk right now. Welcome back, John. I know you've been on the air, but welcome. Good to see you again. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm back in the studio and back in Crypto.com Arena for however long that name lasts. <laughs> I just say you might want to get looking that. around. Like, okay, would that be a good name? Would that be a good name? <laughs> you know what's yeah. gonna happen? The second you get used to saying it, then it's gonna go to yeah, something else. Right? You know it. Yeah, how, how often have you gone to Staples? I mean, it's inevitable, right? Once You're, a game. Yeah. 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 yeah probably. So, how are you feeling about Saturday? I'm skeptical. I think that UCLA showed their true colors last Saturday. Oh. And if they if this game would have meant as much to it as I think it means to fans, they would have taken care of business against Arizona. I was telling I think, Slee, I think they may have a problem. I was telling Slee, and you, you're the best person to speak to this, as somebody who's been here a long time and been a college football fan forever and ever, that game against Arizona, they do it every year. Yeah. They, they have that, the UCLA game. I think I, I texted that to Mason. I think this yeah. is so typical. It's it, every – it was just a matter of time, and if the, you kept usually waiting it for happens it. like week five or six where they'll but spit you know the bit. You know what's weird is I think USC also has done that in the past, and this is the one year USC didn't do. I mean, they lost to Utah, but that's a credible loss on the road by a point exactly at a hostile stadium. Uh, they haven't done the stupid thing like UCLA did this week. They haven't blown the Oregon State game, although they tried. But they didn't. Yeah, they tried. Uh, they haven't blown any of those games. And the more I think about it, and the more I watched, like, I don't know, I think it was like David Pollock is doing game day from Montana or something this yeah, week. Yeah, we saw uh, that. So they go to uh, Pollock, and he's like, well, I mean, if they win those last three games, those are high-leverage uh, high games. They'll all you, be against a ranked opponent. UCLA... Notre Dame. Followed by Notre Dame, mm-hmm. followed by maybe Utah in a rematch, mm. po- potentially maybe UCLA again. Yeah. If you win those three games, those that three big weird. boy games, it would be – there's no reason it has to be linear. Like, you don't have to go from number seven to number six. Right. You can jump from number six uh, to number four uh, just in the minds of, of voters uh, in this college football playoff. So I don't think USC in the playoff is over. No, I don't either. But the odds of them. Matter winning of fact, those I think games. I think they went out there in. Oh, I think so too. I've been yeah. I said that to Al a few times. I think if they can run, but those are three tough games. Three and tough. They, games, they make yeah. it UCLA again. What if the UCLA? Who do they have next week? Cal. I think. They got Cal. Yeah, they okay. got Cal, and we got Notre Dame. So let's say they beat SC, beat Cal, go to the Pac-12 championship against maybe Utah. You know, it could still be Oregon, who would be a Tula. There, it would be a ranked team. Could now be USC. It could be USC again. They're not going. 
to the Final Four, but to get to the Rose Bowl, at least at that point, Chip Kelly has something. Like See, it's the Chip Kelly era has a little bit of fruit that you can point to. You know, I don't think we can't let this become a zero sum game, playoff or bust. Like the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. huge deal. Is a huge deal. It's like really cool to go to the. I was at that Penn State uh, SC, uh, SC Mark Rose Sanchez Bowl, game, which was unbelievable. Which yeah. one of, one of the really great games I've attended in person. So I, it. It can't be college football playoff or bust. Your season can't wash out if you're not one of the top four. I don't think. Especially in the Pac-12, right? Well, especially in the Pac-12. I mean... Well, we have in the conversation, would you rather, if you're USC, what's better for your future? And I I don't know if we ended up on the same page with this one, but would you rather them win out and they make that college football playoff, but they get trounced? They lose to Georgia. I heard this conversation. They lose to Georgia, and it's not even Travis, a close game. Didn't you say it would be better just not even to go? Not not better. I, I don't think it's better, but I think there's a story you can tell to recruits, which is obviously the lifeblood of this entire sport. Because if you get, let's say they go, right? Yeah. Let's say that exactly what we're talking about happens. They run the table the next three games. They get pounded by Georgia. They get the fourth seed. They draw Georgia, and they lose by six touchdowns. Okay, that that is a you still got a million miles to go. I'm not saying that that's not the better option, but I think an almost equally good option is air quote get screwed at the at the end. We didn't get in. We should have got in. We're yep. a one loss team. Go to the Rose Bowl, win the Rose Bowl, and say we would have got it in there. We might have had a chance. That to me is a compelling narrative to a potential recruit as opposed to going in there. Yeah, Georgia beat you by six touchdowns. I don't know. What, what do you think? What is this? He's saying, and just to play off of I that point, it, yeah. play off that point, you were talking about it's a one loss Michigan or a one-loss Ohio State, one right, of those don't right. get in, and that's who you're playing in the Holiday Bowl. And they could beat one of those Two teams. really good programs. Not the Holiday Bowl, uh, the, the uh, Rose, Rose Bowl. Bowl. Two really good programs. There is no scenario, none, where I see USC getting beat by six touchdowns. They're too good offensively. Now, I can see We haven't them. seen him play without Travis Dye they yet. Can, they, no, can, they, have, they have like four guys faster than Travis Dye. Travis Dye is incredibly important to what they were doing. He is. He absolutely is. But when when you are as pass-heavy as USC is, there are holes in that line for running backs. When they are focusing, you you can't, you've got to focus on the pass, which is going to open things for a running back, whoever that is. There are three guys that that ran effectively in that uh, game line. No, it wasn't a big game. What's a blowout then? If if it's 60 to 40, is that a blowout? Well, so I guess the question is 40 to 20 doesn't feel like a blowout. USC's not scoring 20 points. Yeah, you you know you're not, hold, you're not holding okay, USC hold to twenty points. I, I don't think they're so third either. in they're third in college football in scoring. I I agree. Playing against Pac-12 teams, right? Mostly. Yeah. Oregon has torn up everybody they've played in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. They have they scored a ton of points. You see what they look like against Georgia? <laughs> they scored three. Yeah. Okay. They scored three and got. They were worse at every position on the field by a comfortable amount. No matter what, I want to be in the playoff. No matter what, I want to. be I in think the that's playoff. the right answer. Yeah. But if you can get, if you can get there, take your chances losing the, against Georgia. The argument, Bay. by the way, is the argument for uh, going to the playoff. Even if you do get blown out, is you can say to recruits, Travis, you're leaving for the weekend. Great seeing you, man. Have a great weekend. Uh, so bigger name on the other line. Yeah, much yeah. bigger name. Much bigger. <laughs> Any name's a bigger name. Yeah. Uh, but but I think if you if you think about getting there, Lincoln Riley can still make the compelling case that look, we made it to the college football playoff. 
in only my first year. To me, that's a compelling case for recruits, too. Yeah, Pete Carroll's for sure. He was six and six. Yeah, six mm. and six. Are you ready for tomorrow? Are you? I am what, ready. What is your game plan? Because my, you know, my game plan's all screwed up. I'm probably not showing up till late second quarter, Correct. Or halftime. Correct. Yeah. Are you going early? Are you- um, I don't intend to go super early. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Do you go super early? Well, if you don't, you're going to sit in tons of traffic. Oh God. So I've got a Bergman told me get a parking pass in yeah, Lot that's what K. He which I did. Okay. Uh, which was not cheap. Not how, how much? cheap on the secondary market. Two hundred and seventy five dollars. Not wow. bad. Not bad. But that was more than the ticket. Yeah. To the game. But smart. I think <laughs> yeah. you're gonna be glad you paid it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm yeah. sure it's I'm sure it's gonna be the smart move. I joke around about SoFi every week. Two hundred and seventy five. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, it's mm-hmm. S C U C L A. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's gonna, it's going to be fun. Alex asked me if we're going to tailgate. I'm like, no, I, I'll i go to somebody's tailgate. Like, I'll show up at somebody's tailgate. Do you know anybody tailgating over there? Yeah, but it, for USC, UCLA, just show up and, and mingle around. Just yeah. go Mason. mingle? Yeah. You can't roll into people's tailgates oh, on I do all the time. No, you don't. Swear to God. You just walk in and say, John Ireland. <laughs> I do. No. Yeah, I don't say. And I, don't I guarantee t- you, they they all take care of him. I Damn don't good tell them. I don't, I don't lead with my name, but I say, hey, what are you guys doing? What do you got cooking there? And, and then you start eating their food and, and they, drinking their drink? Well, if they offer, and if they don't, you just move on to the next Ooh. one. <laughs> okay, wait. But right right or wrong on this one, people who do real tailgates, like real tailgates, they want people. Oh, like, this, like at SC, they set up tables with white tablecloths, and they have lobster tails and steaks. It means, and, when it means a lot to them, I'm with you, John, they're okay with random people. Like they, I almost feel like they're waiting for random people that are also fans of their team and want to invite them to the tailgate. Not only that, like one of the greatest days of my life was this guy when i was living in texas buddy of mine calls me at like nine in the morning and he goes did you see the uh you see the southwest sale and i went what are you talking about southwest airlines is based in texas anywhere in the state 25 dollars round trip he goes you know what that means and i'm living in beaumont texas so if you're looking at a map of texas it's in like the lower right hand corner right before you on the gulf right before you go into louisiana he goes uh Paul McCartney's playing at Cowboy Stadium tonight. Let's go. And I said, well, we don't have tickets. He goes, don't need them. And I, I, I said, what are you talking about? He goes, let's just go. He goes, it's $25 to fly there. It's awesome. We'll get in a cab. We'll go to Cowboy Stadium. If we get in, we get in. If we don't, we just go back to the airport and fly home. We had an adventure for 50 bucks. I go, that's genius. Let's go. So did you, so, so did you get in? Noon, yeah, we get on the plane. Yeah, land in Dallas around one. Get to the stadium around two. The concert's at seven thirty. Uh, we just start tailgating. By the end of it, not only did we eat more than we ever could have imagined, right. somebody gave us two tickets. So gave yeah, you two yeah, tickets. Hey, we, two of our friends couldn't make it. Come That's with you guys are fun. Come with us. Done. We bought everybody beers as soon as we got into the yep. stadium. Hey, thank you for the tickets. We're buying beers for the whole row. Wow. And it was it, it was like one of the great nights ever. I go, so I think you just head out over there and you tailgate. If if nobody gives you their food, 
Yeah. You just go in and eat. Yeah, but what if what if people are like, who who is this guy? How did he? It's like wandering Trust, into somebody's wedding, isn't it? No, absolutely not. It's the opposite. They want you there. So we did. It's, for, it's like, but plus, you'll be in SC stuff. I'll right? be in SC gear, yeah. Yeah, and I think you'll actually be able to crash UCLA tailgates. You should go to my buddy John Ursini's tailgate. He oh, owns, yeah? Well, he owns the Newport Rib Company, yeah. Naples Rib Company. He's a big rib guy. He's a UCLA grad. But he throws Sounds a, good. He throws a huge tailgate, and he'd be happy to have you. He's he's like a more the merrier guy. Okay. So Berg and I went to that Charger Raider game, his first game of season. Yeah. We brought some stuff, but just basic stuff. I mean, we had literally some snacks and then our liquor. Right. Okay? Sure. And we we're just walking around, and there were definitely tailgates where somebody was just cooking up food. Literally had a tray, giving up some type of what whatever it was. You could have had sausage links, whatever. Like literally making for the public. For so. the public. For the Bergman, public. Is that your experience too? Yeah, that's what it was. Tailgates we were there. are just open door. Yeah, for the most part, you just walk around. John's absolutely right. Just walk up to him and be like, hey, what you guys got going on? So when LF asked be a great me, game tonight. are you tailgating, did he mean just wandering around and going to other people's tailgates? Yeah. Is that what he no, meant? No, no. When Alex asked you, yeah. he wondered, like, he's thinking you've, if you're you've been invited to a tailgate. But I can get you invited to Orsini's tailgate. Yeah. The, um, then I can get there early and I have to worry about the crazy traffic situation. Yeah. and Sell your parking ticket now. No, no sell the I'm keeping seven. my parking ticket because yeah. apparently it's the fastest way out of well, the Well, and Bowl. also, you might be able to make money on that deal if you wanted to sell it. Yeah, I mean... It, I think it, you can get three bills for that thing. Yeah, but I mean, I paid two... <laughs> this might be the thing where John buys this from you, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just don't have I'm time. Gonna, I got a game tonight. No, I'm, no. Next thing I know, tomorrow, I'll see it on StubHub. John Ireland selling parking yeah, pass. Lot K, Rose Bowl. Tomorrow, this is my plan. I, tomorrow, I'm getting up early. I'm supposed to play golf in the morning. Then I'm taking my son to the LA Auto Show. Then I'm going to an SCUCLA football party. All in a row. So I have no time to sell Mason's parking no. pass. But if I did... I would, I would market I, that yeah, thing. Yeah, I think I could. Did you guys see this receipt? You guys big F1 fans? Uh, you know, I, I keep saying I'm going to start watching. So it's probably, yeah. I, you and I are probably similar in this. Yeah. I'm not an F1 guy, but yeah, I, I don't dislike But the people either. that watch that show are like crazy yeah, fans of so, F1. So, and just to set it up properly, because you are an F1 fan. She had sent us a tweet from I think one of the one of the racers, mm -hmm. and they all went out. Is that what they did? They all went yeah, out so to the, dinner. The Twenty drivers that were there, they all um, got dinner. It's because this weekend's the last race, so oh, okay. it's uh, one of the going away parties for was it Sebastian Vettel? Emily, did somebody pick up the tab, or were they all on their own? Uh, they someone picked up. The, it was Lewis Hamilton picked up the tab. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. This is a restaurant in Abu Dhabi. Okay, this guy also Lewis Hamilton owns part of the Broncos. Like, he has yeah, a lot of money. he's got a little dough. Yeah. What do you think this 20, 25 people, whatever it was, what do you think the tip was? Oh, right. just the For, tip. Forget All right, the so I'm going to figure out this. It, it, you guys are bringing it up so it's an extraordinary amount of money. So 20 people, Mace, if, if each person spends two grand, that's 40 grand. And then the tip would be 20% of that. Oh, so you think they'll go 25? I think they go 25, maybe 10 grand. Yeah, we'll say ten grand on the tip. Ten grand on the tip. Okay, the tip was, and this was a five percent fee for the. Okay, tip. wait. Also, can I clarify too? Yeah. The bill is in AED. It's the it's the currency in Abu Dhabi. Okay. Which is about a one to three for us. Okay. So this is three times. What he's going to say is three times. So what he's we would giving pay. you. Right, he's so giving in, the in number in Abu Dhabi. Scenario, I will say the tip was thirty grand. 
that's pretty much identical in the sense of because exactly, if I think it's, it's one third, yep. If I think it's ten grand in L.A., would that be that thirty grand? 30, here? Yeah, that's what you're yeah. telling me. In yeah. Abu Dhabi, money. all right. So ten grand L.A., thirty grand Abu Dhabi. Ten grand here, L.A. Thirty grand on that bill. Thirty grand on that bill. Total bill. If we're gonna do American dollars, right. over two hundred thousand dollars. No, was their bill. Come on, what do you get for two hundred thousand dollars at dinner? Yeah, yeah, fifteen thousand Abu Dhabi. Wow, what? What do you do? How much was dinner again? Two hundred thousand dollars. Look at that receipt right there. What the hell? So they must have been drinking a lot, and they must have been drinking a lot of like. Well, they actually have the high-priced wine or champagne or crystal. Uh, they had four onion flowers for three hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> do they really go to a place where they have onion flowers? I, apparently in Abu Dhabi. May, what do you think they they went to like? Uh, where, where, where do they have the Bloomin' Onion? The Bloomin' Onion is uh, Outback. Outback. Yeah. yeah, they went to Outback. Uh, four orders of French fries, one hundred and eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. My God. I think there was one Heineken in there. Everything else is Louis the yeah. whatever, the most expensive. Yeah, Louis of, the 13th. Well, $20,000 bottle of wine, yeah. Yeah, that that's uh, insane. I There's a certain cutoff point. Uh, for, Virgin for Mojito, of, 180. No alcohol in it, and they charged him 180 bucks. <laughs> wow. Wow. I stayed in, uh, not on my own dime, but it stayed in Monaco one time. And Monaco is easily the most expensive place i've ever been um and i i ordered a diet coke and that diet coke cost 45 dollars. no kidding and i was like you have got to be kidding me it is a frigging diet coke i could walk outside of monaco and go to the whatever the equivalent of a 7-eleven is in france and get it for you know five bucks that was outrageous, $45. So I- one time I was staying at the Four Seasons on Maui, mm-hmm. and my son was with me, and he was five, and he ordered a grilled cheese sandwich off the kid's menu. Grilled cheese sandwich. Thir- off the kid's menu. Off the kid's menu, yep. $37. Every time I hear you and Michael talk about, and I I'm got like, breakfast, when you guys say from some oh, of the hotels. Yeah. You'll get two eggs, okay. some bacon, and orange juice, and you're like, yeah, that was so 65. So if, if, you, if you heard of my new way of outsmarting hotel room service charges? No. I use Door, DoorDash and Grubhub. To deliver inside the hotel. To deliver to the hotel, and it literally is one-fifth of what it normally costs. So wait, whoa, whoa. So you order Grubhub from the hotel? No, from oh. from whatever is close. <laughs> okay, got it. So, so like, now you like have to recently deal with the I was in Denver. Right. I opened up DoorDash. Yep. I wanted dinner. Yep. There was an STK around the corner from the hotel, okay. nice steakhouse. Yep. Kind of genius. I ordered uh, a burger, fries, a dessert, and a iced tea. Even with the delivery charge, it was like $31. The same exact order from the from room the service. From the room service, yeah. 68 uh, Room service is such a scam. Yeah, it is. And yet, right. such a great thing. Yeah. I love it's awesome. room service. All right, Mason Island coming up next. Mace, we will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, USC man. UCLA. Fight on. I want to see you in in, in blue and I'm, gold I'm, gear. I've already kind of said this. I already said that. Look, this isn't You're going help. neutral? You're this, going gray? This isn't no. going to help. Oh. I kind of want the underdog. Come on. It's, it's, what is Wait, it? Isn't it like three, two and a half close. points? And by the way, everybody at the LA Times, like all their college football writers, four Picking of them, UCLA. and Plachke, yeah. have all picked UCLA. <laughs> 
that's a bad sign if you're a UCLA fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. It's like everybody's on the what? other side. Yeah, anytime everybody's on one team, go yep. the other we way, We agree. Man. Let's do the different thing. Right, Mason Island coming up next.